What is up, guys? Welcome to Outside the Box Sports Podcast. Today, I'm your host, Joe Lutantic, here with Cole Pearson and Zach Chignoli. What's going on, guys? How's it going? All right, getting into week six. Cole, hit us with standings real quick before we get into this week's uh, predictions. So we are just under a third of the way through the season. It's kind of flying by like it does every year. So through five weeks, here are the standings for the outside the box predictions. Uh, in last place, Joe with a record of 41 and 39. He's above 500, so he's been <sighs> in a while. So good work. Second place, Zach is only five games ahead of Joe at 46 and 34. And then I'm in first place, but my lead is closing down. Uh, I'm just one game above Z with a record of 47 and 33. So hopefully I uh, extend that lead in week six. All right. Starting with Thursday night football, our hometown, the Chicago Bears, are taking on the Commanders. And uh, it was borderline lock of the week for me, but uh, I'm going to take the Bears. It's not going to be my lock. Bears over the Commanders 2017. I think it will be closer just because, uh, I don't know, the Commanders are – a solid team, but there's a lot of uh, blame going on around. Uh, I know uh, Riverboat Ron is blaming the quarterback position why they're struggling, and it's actually <laughs> it's actually uh, the defense has been kind of slowing down. Uh, Carson Wentz has done a, I would think, I mean, he hasn't done the best job, but I mean, he's fifth in passing. It's like he's doing something right. The defense is just not helping him out. Um, but I think the Bears looked decently well last week, almost pulled away with the dub, uh, but some dumbass doesn't know how to get out of bounds. So uh, I'm going to take the Bears 2017. I, I agree with Joe in the way that I think the Bears are going to win, but it is not going to be close. The Bears are going to blow out the Commanders on prime time. I feel like the Bears, it's it's like once or twice every year, the Bears get a feel-good win. I think this is going to be one of them. It's going to be a fun game to watch, prime time. Uh, Fields had the best game of his career. Head coach Matt Eberflus said the same thing on Sunday. Uh, the defense, you know, didn't do him any favors. They went down, I think it was 21-3 to early on in the first half. They battled back. They did not give up. And if it weren't for uh, number 17, the wide receiver, Smith-Marset, he had uh, actually two plays that really killed us. Justin Fields had a 50-yard rushing touchdown, and it was called back due to him uh, having an illegal block in the back. And then also, you know, he got ripped down the sideline. He should have got out of bounds. So, that guy should probably be cut, Smith-Marset. And that was his revenge game, too. He's a former Viking, and that's how he, he blew it. Unreal. But the Bears are going to come out. They're going to shine. The Commanders had a pretty disappointing loss against Tennessee, who I, another team that I think is not very good. Um, so the Bears went 34-13. Player of the game, give me – last time we played the Commanders, Taylor Gabriel had three touchdowns, I believe. So I'm going to pick a wideout to have a couple touchdowns. I think two on the game. Give me Equinamia St. Brown. Uh, it got to be Vilas Jones. Um, <laughs> I got the yeah, – oh, hold up. I have the Bears winning this game. Uh, I have them winning 21-13. to 13. Uh, I'm just going to say um, – I don't know what like, song this is from, uh, but I'm going to say my mind is telling me no, but, but my body – my body, <laughs> yeah. Your body. You mean your heart? <laughs> <laughs> but my heart is telling me no. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I just feel like the Bears are going to lose this game. And then I, I don't know. Like, I don't really want to fall in the standings. You, I, I don't know. I think they're going to I think they're going to lose, but I think they're going to win. It's like a mixed game for me. I don't really know how I feel. I'm just going to go with the Bears. Why not? Woohoo! 
And if the Bears do win this game, they move to three and three with a, I'd say, fairly easy schedule coming up. You have the Patriots. Patriots. We back to back primetime games. Patriots on Monday night. Then I think it's a mix of Lions, Dolphins, Jets, Cowboys, Cowboys, and there's one more I missed. Falcons. Falcons. There's a good shot by the time we get to Week Twelve that we could be six and five, I believe. So maybe in that hunt for the playoffs. Especially if we catch fire here in this game. But moving on. To oh, well, first... I, 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 can I say something? Um, yeah, yeah, I looked it up. And it is my body. So suck it. <laughs> uh, moving into the first batch of Sunday <laughs> games. Ravens and the Giants. I'm going to take the Ravens over the Giants. 33-21. Dayball went out last week. Go Pack Go went down. Uh, he's very pumped up leaving the field. Screaming F-bombs. Like, Let's go. He's all pumped up. They beat the Packers. You're going to get brutally murdered by the Ravens, and I, they're going to lose 33-21 with a couple of garbage time touchdowns. Um, you're 4-1 right now. They're doing pretty well, but that division, I mean, I think the Eagles, uh, Cooper Rush is just I've, – I've doubted that man every week in predictions so far. I've picked every team but the Cowboys, and that man just does not lose somehow. Uh, it will be interesting if they stick with him. Don't know why I'm talking about the Cowboys right now. We're focused on the Giants, but the Giants – uh, I was talking about this the other day ago. Um, the other day ago? A really? few, <laughs> few days ago. Damn, I always forget that. But uh, the, the Giants are one quarterback away from being actual good team. Daniel Jones, the, the fact that they're 4-1 with him is ridiculous. I mean, if they had a guy like – I think they would be doing better with Andy Dalton right now, perhaps. But I, there's a few quarterbacks in the league that you could say. But, um, yeah, but the Ravens, they're – they're just too good, and I think they win this game 33-21. All right, I'm going to build the Giants up here before I knock them down a little bit. <laughs> uh, I was very spe- uh, skeptical of Brian Dable, the hire. I didn't think it was a good fit with them. But what he has done to Daniel Jones is very, very impressive. Daniel Jones and Josh Allen are sim- similar prototypes in terms of quarterbacks. And Daniel Jones, we know, a lot of failure in, in the Giants in his first three, four seasons. And what Dable did is turn him into a, a little bit of a winner. So I'm actually – shout out to you. They're utilizing Saquon in a great way, and I like what they're doing. Uh, Joe, like you said, they're 4-1, and one, right? But if we look game by game, none of their wins are extremely impressive. They had a, they had a decent comeback win against Tennessee, but Tennessee, uh, they failed to get Derrick Henry going early. Missed Ryan the game winning center. I don't – yeah, I don't feel like Tennessee is, you know, at its peak strength right now. Then they beat Carolina. Carolina just fired two of their coordinators and their head coach. They're not in a good situation. They're 1-4. and four. They lost a close game to Dallas. They battled. Prop shout out to them. Uh, then they ended up beating the Bears. Not that impressive. And the one impressive thing they did was they went internationally and beat the Packers. But that was technically a Packers home game. I think if they were playing in Lambeau, that's a big, a, you know, a big alteration. You know, the, that story changes big time. I think the Packers win that game. So this is going to be a real test for them playing against Baltimore. I'm going to take Baltimore here, 27-20. Baltimore has battled in a lot of their games. Uh, it's unfortunate that they had to lose to Miami or else they'd be sitting pretty in that AFC North right now. Uh, Good win, Sunday Night Football against Cincy at home, first home win in like five or six games. Uh, They're going on the road to the Meadowlands. I think the Giants are going to be a little jet lag from their Europe trip. Give me the Ravens here, 27-20. Player of the game, Devin DuVernay. Um, Yeah, I don't really know how the Giants are 4-1, but – um. Give me the Ravens to absolutely blow them out. I got them winning 34-10. to 10. I mean, Saquon Barkley is just having that offense on a backpack. I mean, it's unbelievable. That guy is a 
top three running back, maybe top one when he's healthy. He's, he's I a, love that. He is a, a mammoth on the field. Um, like Cole said, with Daniel Jones, like Daniel Jones hasn't played bad this year at all. He's played actually pretty good. Oh, Hobbsy just, just uploaded a podcast. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I was talking a lot about the Giants. Now the Ravens. The Ravens are going to blow them out of the water. Lamar Jackson playing like a top five MVP candidate. Um, just beat the Bengals. Kind of a sloppy game, um, to be honest. But I think they bounce back, drop 34 points, and really humble the Giants and humble those Giants fans, and it's going to be awesome. Move on to the next game. This is my shit fest of the week, Colts and the Jags. Um, this one really had me back and forth. I'm going to take the Colts here. Um, playing in Indianapolis, usually these games go well for the Colts. Uh, it's just – this team has been struggling all – I mean, they barely got a win versus Broncos last week on Thursday Night Football. Probably the worst game of football I've ever watched, and that is not an over-exaggeration. That was an awful game. Not a single touchdown score. Um, I think the Colts just take this one 18-15. to 15. Uh, Jags losing to the Texans last week is honestly shocking. Everybody thought the Jags were legit, even including me. I mean – Back in whenever we did predictions, I said, like, Jags could possibly win this division. And I think losing last week just took them out of that category. I mean, this team is still young and promising like that Joliet West Volleyball team. But you need to take that step. And I thought they were going to take that step, and they took a step back. So they're going to lose this one. Uh, Yeah. I think this is their second meeting of the season already, isn't it? Yeah. Week one and – no. Yeah. Week two. Week two. Wait. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, week two. Week, week so this two, is yeah. already their final time meeting in the regular season. They're probably not going to play each other in the playoffs. This is the last game in 2022. These two teams are going to be playing each other. Uh, the Jaguars actually won the first matchup. I think the Colts win this one at home. Jonathan Taylor is expected to be back, according to head coach Frank Reich. Uh, with that being said, I'm going to take the Colts 24-14. to I'd like to see Matt Ryan slanging that thing a little more. They picked up kind of a an iffy win on Thursday Night Football. It was kind of sloppy, but, you know, when you're able to pull through on those close games, you know, that's a big morale booster, honestly. I think they carry that into their, their divisional matchup, and they win 24-14. Player of the game for the Indianapolis Colts. If you mean, it's not going to be Alec Pierce. A lot of people think it's going to be him. It's not going to be Michael Pittman. I'm just going to go with the, you know, basic answer. Give me uh, Jonathan Taylor. And also, the Jaguars suck for losing to Davis Mills. He is a terrible quarterback. The Texans are a terrible team. How do you lose to them? And they put up, what, six points? Oh, yeah, ter- terrible. Um, I also have the Colts here. I have them winning thirty-one to twenty. And like Cole said, I'm gonna give my game of the week, uh, my player of the week. Or, God damn it, player of the <laughs> pick right here. I'm gonna go Michael Pittman. Didn't play against the Jaguars in week two, and he's gonna be like, I, I know he was like, damn, I wanted to cook those Jags corners. Now he's gonna be able to. He's dropping thirty plus fantasy points this week. He's going off. All right, now into the game. Jonathan Taylor gonna be back. He's gonna rush for hundred yards. No touchdowns, 100 yards. Matt Ryan's finally going to play above average this game. Defense is going to play solid. All around, just going to be a great game for the Colts. Um, the Jaguars, very young and promising, as we know. Uh, T-Law has pretty, pre- played pretty good. And I think um, Travis Etienne is going to take over that backfield um, this game. This is this is where we see that little momentum shift where Travis Etienne kind of overlaps James Robinson and fantasy owners start getting a little bit happy. And it's going to be happier and happier. But I got the Colts win this game by 11. Let's go. All right, moving on to the next game. Browns and Patriots. 
Uh, this game also had me back and forth. Bailey Zappi played pretty well. I mean, the Lions' defense is atrocious, but props to the Patriots' defense for holding the best offense in the league to no points last week. So they went from the best offense in the league to probably bottom 10 in one week. So um, I still know Swift to the Lions, but um, we'll talk about them later. I have the Patriots over the Browns in this game, 24 to 20. Um, I don't really think that the Patriots, by playing Zappi, are in a bad situation. They might be in a better situation because, I mean, as a rookie quarterback, I mean, compared to, like, other, like, backup quarterbacks in the league, I mean, once a guy. But, like, your job is to go in there and play at that level. So, he's been doing a great job so far. I think they moved to 3-3 three and three after this week after taking a double to the Browns. Browns. Uh, started hot and aren't they on a two-game losing streak? From uh, they lost to Atlanta, yeah, yeah. So three and two started three and zero, oh. uh, but I think they moved three. Both of these teams will be five hundred after this week. And uh, uh, player of the game, I usually don't throw these out there. I just trade this guy away. But Jacoby Myers has been excellent this year so far, even getting touchdowns, which he had one coming into the season, I think. So. Uh, props to him. I think he has a big game here. Um, both teams in these last two weeks have really kind of altered my opinion on them. The Patriots, you know, tough fought loss with their third string quarterback at Lambeau. Went to OT, took the the uh, sixth best quarterback of all time to overtime, and then came out with a shutout win against Detroit. Very impressive stuff. Cleveland, they lost to Atlanta. They lost a heartbreaker to the Chargers. Um, now I'm a this is one of the toughest games to call out of all the week six slate. This is the one, one of the ones that I'm the least confident in. But the reason I'm taking Cleveland here for two reasons. They're home. There's a little bit of a Jacoby Brissett revenge game. He was actually a Patriots quarterback before bouncing around with a bunch of teams. I'm going to take the Browns here 23-16. Much like the Giants with Saquon, they've been utilizing Nick Chubb in such a great way. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's been playing some really good football. He had that one pretty rough pick uh, against L.A., last week. But other than that, I think he's been playing some very good football, getting the ball to Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and Joku. Amari Cooper's been his favorite target. He's spreading the ball, and uh, I think it's going to be a smooth transition between him and Watson when week 12 or week 13 comes around. I'm going to take the Browns 23-16. Player of the game, give me Kareem Hunt. All right. I have the Brownies winning this game 20-13. Nick Chubb has been on an absolute tear this season, proving himself also to be a top three, top four running back in the NFL. Uh, bet, I don't know if I want to say that. Whatever. <laughs> um, best rusher in the NFL. I'm saying it. Um, yeah, Amari Cooper has uh, really been good too. Uh, earlier in the season when they made that trade for him, everyone was hyped about it, thought he was going to be really good. Then, um, you know, we were all like, ah, I don't know if he's going to be that good. I don't know. And then he's starting to prove the doubters wrong. I think he's got three 20-point games in fantasy. Uh, he's playing really well. He's got a couple of touchdowns. Jacoby Brissett's done a decent job. I do think their backup is a little bit better. But, yeah, give me the Browns win this game by a touchdown. I don't see a lot about the Patriots. Wasn't a fan of them coming in this year. Not a fan of them now. Nothing positive to say about them. I mean, this game's going to be a battle of the rush. I Pretty sure I dare say both teams rush for over 200 yards this game. So, uh, we're like, like, oh, no way. I, I, don't, I wouldn't be surprised. Chubb and Hunt Man, could easily hopefully, do hopefully, it. Hopefully, Ramondre goes for like 150 again. But no way. Uh, Chubb and Hunt could easily do it 
Ramondre, uh, he's been awesome. going off the past few weeks. I, I mean, he had, you, like one, he had like 170 last week. Yeah, yeah so I, I wouldn't, be, wouldn't be surprised. So it's either going to be a very low-scoring game here or the battle of the rush just, just keeps going. But moving on to the next game, Bengals and Saints. Also another tough game, especially if Andy Dalton's playing quarterback because like Cole likes to say a lot, this could be a revenge game. Mm-hmm. Um, did, wait, did who played – did Dalton play with the Bears last year against the Bengals? Was it Dalton? Dalton actually got hurt early in the hurt. game. Yes, had to go correct. finish it out. I was at North Central College during that game playing a baseball game. Um, we did win, by the way. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to take the Bengals over the Saints here. Uh, even if I don't, I mean, Michael Thomas and Winston have been out the last two uh, two weeks, so I mean it's kind of tough. But the Saints have put up 39 points last week against the Seahawks. I mean, on pretty shitty defense. Sorry, Jigs, but pretty pretty bad defense. Uh, and then the week before versus the Vikings put up uh, – how many points did they put up? 31 to 28, something like that. Missed the game-winning kicks almost – so, I mean, they've been playing – with Andy Dalton, they are scoring points. It's just their defense got to get going, especially versus a tough offense like this. I think the Bengals take this game 32-28. And the Saints defense woes continue. All right. This is my game of the week pick, Bengals Saints. But it wasn't for the reason that Joe brought up that I didn't even, really didn't even cross my mind. The Dalton revenge game. Do we know if he's playing for Shurskis? Uh Winston and Michael Thomas haven't practiced for like two weeks. So, I I don't know. I mean, they are scoring points with Taysom and Dalton. So, I, I don't know. Let's, I'll, I'll look it up now. But All right. But the reason that I'm thinking this is going to be a good game and why it's going to make some headlines is because it's Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase's return to Louisiana. They both played for LSU, played on that historic 2019 national champion team. Um, So it's going to be their nice little return to Louisiana. They'll have some fans there. This will be my game of the week. I think the Bengals win 41-38. to The Saints have been scoring lots of points. The Bengals haven't, but they can't. We know what they're capable of. They got those weapons. Hopefully, T. Higgins gets healthy. He can start catching some passes because he had a big, fat goose egg on Sunday Night Football. I'm going to take the Bengals here just because they're the better team, but I think the Saints put up a good fight. You know, Joe brought it up. Dalton, revenge game. Um, They've been utilizing their weapons. Taysom Hill, Kamara have been getting more involved. Even without MT, maybe Olave's out with a concussion. They're still going to find ways to get uh, their skilled players the ball, and it's going to be a close game, but I think the Bengals prevail. Give me a money Mac game winning field goal in the Superdome. It's going to be easy. Uh, who wants to uh, battle me for the yards? Jay, you got it. All right, All right. McPherson. McPherson. All right, I got a number. All right, two. three, two, one, go. Fifty-four. 54. Oh, ah. Wait, what? Well, you, I thought you both. I thought you both said fifty-four. I said fifty-one. Oh, you bastard! All right, um, give me the Bengals to win this game, thirty to twenty-one. Um, Jamar Chase. It's really been pissing me off the last, like, three to four weeks. Putting a bunch of 12 bombs. This is finally going to be the game that he goes off. He's got – he played 100% of snaps um, against the Ravens. He's getting a bunch of targets each game. It's bound to happen. All right. Let, let them – they're trying to, re, you know, recreate what they are doing um, against the Ravens last year, trying to get him, like, little short passes and let him – he's a yard – he's a yard after the catch guy. He's really good after the catch. Um you know, just, just honestly, he's, he's such a good player. Just, I don't know, give him 15 targets. Let him do what he wants to do. Give him after the catch. Um, and I think this is the game where it goes over 120 yards and a touchdown. This is going to be his second big game. 
And I feel it against uh, Marshawn Lattimore. Marshawn Lattimore hasn't impressed me this year. Um, Joe Mixon has been playing pretty good this year, and I expect a big game from him too. Uh, both best players on their offense, Mixon, Jamar, are both going to have good games. Um, Saints, Kamara's finally getting into it. Um, took him in the first round this year, had high expectations. It battled through injuries, tough performances, and he finally did good against the Seahawks. Um, but, you know, give me the – Give me the Bengals win this one by nine, thirty to twenty-one. Um, can't find an update on Jameis Winston. That played out the rest of the week. Uh, moving on, Steelers and the Bucks. Um, I know me and Z discussed this before uh, the podcast, but me personally, the Steelers moving to one and five. I just there's no way. If, and if they do, there's going to be a lot of coaching changes. Tomlin will stay, but uh, I think Canada goes. I mean, not having T.J. Watt obviously blows, but I think they win this game 24-20 is my upset of the week. Um, the Bucks almost lost to the Falcons. If it wasn't for a BS uh, roughing the passion call, I think the Falcons would have won that game. They were down, what, 21-15 and could have went down, scored a touchdown. They had four minutes left, so could have drained some clock. Maybe gave Brady some time, but uh, Falcons have played in some pretty close games this year. And Bucks, I mean, if there's, I'm not nothing against the Falcons, but if the Bucks are keeping close to the Falcons, I think. I'm not saying this, I mean, the Steelers' offense might be a little bit worse than the Falcons, but their defense is definitely better. So, uh, could see this on a lower side of scoring, but I think uh, Pickett through. 50 pass attempts last week, and they only scored three points. So, I don't know how that's possible. Uh, he also passed for like 300, something like that. It was ridiculous. For only three points, that's that's absolutely ridiculous. So, uh, I think the Steelers put it together, hopefully this week, move to two and four, and start something going here. Bucks move to four and two. Come on, guys. Let's be serious. The Buccaneers are going to win this game. It's the lock of the week. Buccaneers win 34-20. Oh. Uh, Buccaneers are great. We know what they do. The media covers them a lot. Let's talk about Pittsburgh. They suck. They're one and four. A bold take and a top, not even bold anymore. They're going to have a top three pick in next year's draft. It's going to be them, Carolina. Okay. Uh, and I think this Kenny Pickett experience, not the window. This dude's batting gloves to throw a football. You know, is he playing wide receiver? No. Is he going to hit a dinger? No. He sucks. Uh, they're going to take CJ Stroud or Bryce Young in next year. They're going to do some good things. Someone's going to develop them. The Kenny Pickett experience was a mess. I knew this guy sucks at football. They're not giving the ball to not, not giving the ball to Deontay Johnson. They're messing around with Poole and Pat Fryermuth. Just fast forward the season. Take your three and fourteen record. Come out of next year with a good quarterback. A, not a good quarterback. A great quarterback. And look towards the future. Thank you for your time. Um, I've decided to switch my pick. I got the Buccaneers winning forty. Oh, bro. Um, I don't really know why I I switch picks. It was just like my like my mind is telling me no, but my body is telling me yeah. Um, <laughs> so I kind of, no, I kind of just like flip flopped. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, well, I was kind of like, what was I thinking there? I got the Bucks absolutely blowing out the uh, the Steelers. Kenny Pickett. Like Cole said, it's a trash can. Only they had three bright spots in that offense, and only one of them is being used. Pickens being used, great. Najee Harris giving him 11 carries. I mean, they take him in the first round. 
I don't know. When they so, take him in the guess about Najee Harris, they take him in the first round. Uh, the twenty twenty one draft, they took him. I think twenty or twenty fourth, twenty fourth. Yeah, took him in the first round. Give him his carries. He was a beast last year. Um, yeah, he's like Cole said, he's he's bound to boom at one of these points. You got to give him the ball. Uh, Deontay Johnson, he's he's been all right, but uh, yeah, not not high for the Steelers. They're gonna lose like their next three games too. So they're going to start off like one and seven. Keep the Bucks winning 45 to zero. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to the 49ers and Falcons. 49ers got a nice win that put them, put them uh, over every team in their division by one game. So they're three and two. So they will hold maintain first place no matter what next week. Um, I think they dropped this game though. Falcons win 22, 20, um, I guess you could say back-to-back upsets of the week, but I don't really consider this one an upset because the Falcons have played every game close so far. And if it weren't for that roughing the passion call last week, they could have easily won that game and moved to three and two. Um, they've played well on offense and surprisingly decently well on defense. They're staying in games even if going down big. They find, even though it could be garbage time, they always find a way to make it close. So, I mean. The more you think the Rams haven't played the best football this year. I mean, the Falcons almost beat them. Uh, I think Falcons have a shot at winning this game. If they get the ball to London more and Pitts, they, I don't see how you like mess up on offense, I guess you could say. But uh, not having Patterson also could mess up a few things. But uh, I think the Falcons take this one. 49ers, Falcons, give me the 49ers here, 28-24. I wasn't the biggest fan of them with Jimmy G under center. Uh, they lost a clunker on Sunday Night Football against Denver, the king of the clunkers. And they beat, you know, a pretty unimpressive win against Carolina, really my stance. They didn't, but they're not doing too many things. Uh, Jimmy G is going to come out and have a, a decent performance. It's going to be the Jeff Wilson show for sure. This is a pretty easy one, not much to say. Give me the Niners. Um, I got I got a double whammy here. I have an upset and a shit fest of the week. I have <laughs> Falcons winning this game twelve to nine. Um, same score as the uh, the Broncos Colts game because I don't really like either of the games. The Niners I think are in like I think are in first place. The NFC West, yeah, they're in first place, three and two. But honestly, they're not really that good. Uh, I don't see a lot from the Falcons. I mean, the, uh, yeah, play every every game close, but I think they should be I think they should be zero and five. What are they two and three? I think they should be zero and five. Um, both these both these teams don't impress me at all. Don't really got much to say about them. Give me the Falcons and an upset and a shitty game. All right, moving on to the next game: Packers and Jets. Jets pulled out a. I mean, it, I won't say the win was shocking. Teddy B did go down, but putting up forty points definitely is a statement. Um, beat the Dolphins last week. Third string quarterback. Can't do much on offense there, but 40 points to that defense. Whew, that is – I'm. they're keeping the receipts. I mean, we mention this every week. Three and two now. Um, They're going to be three and three after this week because the Packers are coming off of a brutal loss versus the Giants. And in the Packers' locker room, people believe that they will lose to the Jets this week. Jair Alexander actually said, we're going to lose to the Jets this week. Rodgers wasn't pleased. I think they win 31-17 and get back to the normal – Packers regular season way. 
I like to see Joe giving the Jets a little more respect. He's kind of clowning them in in weeks past. But week four, I took the Jets over Pittsburgh. I got clowned. They won. Uh, week five, I took the Jets over the Dolphins. They got clowned. They won. Week six. Hey, I also Jets- took Jets over Dolphins last week. I said it was a shit fest of the week, but I mean. Sorry. Uh, Rob Fellows clowned me. <laughs> Shout out, Rob. Um, Jets Packers, I'm not going to take the Jets again. I'm not going to be that stupid. I'm trying to, you know, take the 2022 outside the box predictions title here. I think it's going to be close, though. It's going to be at Lambeau. Packers are going to win this one 17 to 15. It's going to be kind of a clunker. I know Zach Wilson has done some incredible things. He hasn't, you know, been a numbers guy. I think he had maybe one passing touchdown, but he drives the teams down the field. When they get inside the five, they trust that offensive line. They trust their running backs to get to punch it in. That's exactly what they do. The defense has been impressive. Sauce Gardner got his first career pick um, on Skyler Thompson. And I think it's just going to be a hard fought battle, a lot of punts. In this one, Aaron Rodgers has not impressed me so far this season. I still think his um, hesitancy with you know, taking shots on fields, it, it's worrisome, honestly. Uh, I'm going to take the Packers here because it would just be stupid not to, but I think it's going to be close. Player of the game, you know, this guy's been catching lots of passes, Randall Cobb. Okay. Um, give me the Packers 27-10 in my. Packers, Aaron Rodgers is going to be pissed off um, losing the Giants in London. That's a brutal one. He wish he'd have that one back. Um, I mean, Rodgers just needs someone to throw the damn ball to. I mean, he's got Alan Lazard. He's solid. But he doesn't really he, he doesn't get many receptions. He just gets touchdowns. Um, he, need, he needs someone. Give him give him DJ Moore. It'll be DJ Moore sucking in Carolina right now. Bring him to, bring him to Green Bay. Maybe, maybe he does some math. Maybe, you know, who knows? Um, besides that, I got the Packers win this game 27 10. Um, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon are going to be, are going to have that game like they did against the Bears. It's going to be, you know, oh, Aaron Jones rush for 10 yards. Oh, AJ Dillon rush for five yards. And they're just going to keep going back and forth, back and forth. And it's going to be a big game for the rush for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers throws for no touchdowns. And Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon have all the, all the work. So, yeah, give me them by 17. Move on to the Vikings and Dolphins. Uh, both teams, I mean, I don't know who's playing quarterback for the Dolphins, so that's simply why I'm taking the Vikings. I think even if Tua plays, he's going to be a little rocky uh, coming into his first uh, game since the uh, incident. Uh, but Vikings, I mean, Jefferson, Kirk, they're getting it going. Uh, Mr. O'Connell, Kevin over there. He's working his magic. Uh, if they win this week, I mean, five and one, sitting in the game over the Packers, it's, it's pretty nice. So, uh, but yeah, Vikings thirty-four to twenty. All right, Vikings Dolphins. Um, you know the Vikings are playing a nice air-conditioned uh, stadium, nice dome over there uh, up in Minneapolis. Now they're coming down to Miami Gardens in October. It's hot. It's humid. Kirk Cousins ain't going to be ready for that. I'm going to take Miami here 28-21. to 21. I don't care who's at quarterback. It doesn't matter. Raheem Mostert, they found kind of a gem in him. They've really moved away from Chase Edmonds. It's been the Mostert show. He's crazy talented. If he's able to stay on the field, they're going to do some good things with him. Tyreek Hill's in a walking boot. I don't think it matters. Him and Waddle are virtually the same player to me. Uh, both are you know, able to you know, carry an offense. They're able to see 12, 15 targets. It doesn't matter. They're going to be able to, uh, you know, I don't want to say take over a game, but we have seen him do it in the past. Week two against uh, Baltimore, 
they definitely took over that game. Um, but this is more just against Kirk Cousins. I, you know, he's not going to be able to put together a good cohesive 16, 17 game now, 17 game season. Uh, the last really poor game he had was week two, that Monday night football against Philly. I cannot see him going on a four game stretch of playing well. So this is kind of the, the week that I think that he has kind of a clunker in Miami home field advantage. You know, the Dolphins don't have the best fans, but it doesn't matter. The, the weather and the humidity is going to get to Kirk. Give me Miami here. Um, I, I agree with Cole here. Um, give me 31 to 20. I mostly just can't see. You know, everyone was buying into the Vikings um, being over the Packers this year in the division, and it, it's lived up to the expectation, honestly, but I still don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't see the Vikings going 5-1. and one. I think – the Packers go up, tie the division, and then it's a runaway from there. Um, give me the Dolphins win this game. I don't care if two is playing or not. Big game from Tyreek and Waddle again. Um, yeah, Waddle been 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 quiet the last two. I think it's a back here going for twenty five plus fantasy points. Cole's gonna be happy about that. Oh, I love that. Um, and yeah, it's like big game. Raheem most. Uh, yeah, Raheem Mostert's taking over the backfield over Chase Edmonds, um, and I like that. Raheem Mostert is very explosive. But yeah, so give me the Dolphins. You're thirty-one to twenty. Moving on to the, uh, does this start the late games? I believe it does. Yep. So Rams and Panthers. Uh, this is for sure my lock of the week. Um, you practically have, uh, I mean, Steve Wilkes, ugh, new head coach, PJ Walker at quarterback. The, I mean. I have them getting 14 points. I should probably change that to seven. But this is a good rebound game for the Rams. Uh, to be honest, the Rams have been struggling a lot. The Panthers' defense is still good, but they're going to be shipping off pieces here. And I think Rams take this one 28 to seven. So the Panthers, they're on their fourth string quarterback, XFL legend PJ Walker. I'm actually a big fan of his. He's a lot better than, you know, I'd say he's the best fourth string quarterback in the NFL. Obviously, the first string being Baker. He's down. Second string being Sam Darnold on the IR. Third string is uh, rookie Matt Corral, who's also on the IR. So they got to go to Walker. He's been in the offense for a season or two. Um, that means nothing to me. The Rams are going to kick their ass. It's going to be 38-17. And for P.J. Walker's you know, first start of the 2022 season, it sucks. It has to be against such a good defense that is the uh, Los Angeles Rams. They're set on all three levels. You know, the pass rush, they got Aaron Donald one of the best defenders of all time. Uh, in that linebacker core, they got Bobby Wagner, who's aging but still great. And then, obviously, best cornerback in the NFL, Jalen Ramsey, in the secondary. So it's going to be tough for Walker to get things done. When they have guys as talented as DJ Moore and McCaffrey, possibly playing their final game as a Ram uh, or as a Panther, I think they're going to put on a little bit of a show to where they're able to secure maybe a touchdown or two. Give me the Rams here, 38-17. to 17. Player of the game is going to be, obviously, Cooper Cup. <laughs> um, I also have the Rams winning this game. Big shocker! As the Rams winning thirty to seventeen, and Baker Mayfield, big fan of him. I want him to go to Seattle. Um, he's playing like a piece of, I'm gonna say it, a piece of shit. <laughs> a piece of shit. Um, I mean Matthew Stafford. Sorry, his boss will playing like a piece of shit. He's got interceptions, <laughs> then uh, touchdowns. I think they both do. They they're playing horrible. Uh, Rams backfield. Who, who who do you want? Who do you want running the ball? Cam Akers, uh, 
or Henderson. Personally, I think Cam Akers, but apparently they don't know. Uh, Cooper Cup, obviously, dominating. I think he's on pace for a better season than he was last year, which is nuts. Um, Ty, uh, Tyler Higby, or yeah, Tyler Higby has been doing lots of math this year. Uh, very consistent guy. Um, and yeah, give me the Rams to finally, finally, they're, they're, they're going to be even this year. Um, and I'm winning 30 to 17. <coughs> oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Moving on to the Cardinals and the Seahawks. Also, my I also had this potential as a game of the week. Seahawks have been playing great offense, bad defense. They're two and three. Uh, Cardinals also two and three. Uh, they're sitting at almost a similar situation. They just can't get it going in the first half. Most of their uh, comeback wins are in the second half, or both the wins, I guess you could say. But Seahawks. I think they start out to an early lead and then blow balls. <laughs> uh, the Cardinals take this one 33-30 in a shootout-type game, I guess. And Geno Smith, Tyler Lockett has been amazing this year. So is DK, but I think a lot of people are surprised that Russ-Lockett combo uh, was truly something special. And Geno and Lockett look like it's never even left or might be more improved. Uh, wait, so, wait, wait, did you say the Seahawks suck in the first half or the Saints? No, I said the Seahawks suck in the first half. Uh, no, I said the Seahawks go out to a lead in the first half yeah. and blow balls. Okay, okay. So, uh, seven and a half and then lose 33-30. Okay, something that Stephen R. Pearson brought up to me in the basement in week five was that Kyle Murray really doesn't play good until the second half, specifically like the fourth quarter. And, you know, Big Daddy 9804 doesn't have the best takes, but that was actually something that I agreed with. Uh, <laughs> Kyler Murray, you know, really, he's a bit of a closer almost, which I don't like giving him any compliments, but in the fourth quarter, he seems to be pretty clutch. Uh, but it's kind of the opposite, like Joe said, for Seattle. They kind of get off to a hot start and kind of slow down. Uh, so I'm going to have the Seahawks winning this one 31-21. Gino has been very impressive. Uh, finally, the Seahawks are starting their running back one. Um you know, they got some good wideouts. The defense worries me. I think Kyler, you know, he's not going to struggle against them. 21 points is just kind of average. Um, but, you know, their lack of uh, secondary help is going to is gonna hurt them. I think it's going to be a big time, and I mean big time game for Tyler Lockett. They're going to have Byron Murphy on DK, possibly Buda Baker shading him as well. It's going to leave Lockett, D. Eskridge. I don't even know who else is in that receiver room. Uh, just, you know, have the ability to, to go off. So, I mean, the Seahawks here, 31 21 player of the game is going to be Tyler Lockett. And uh, I think the Seahawks get a pretty good win in a divisional matchup. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I agree here. I think, I think the Seahawks win this game 27 to 20. Um, yeah. Last, uh, I think two years ago or last year, I don't even remember. Yeah. Two years ago. Uh, Seattle 50 fantasy points. I mean, he just went unreal. Um, I, he's been, Solid this year too. You know, everyone's talking about he's not a consistent guy. He's been very consistent this year. Um, same with DK Metcalf. Had a slow start, but then build it back up. And he's got 15 points his last three matchups. Um, but what really worries me is our defense. I mean, we've been playing third time like a piece of shit. Um, Tariq Wallen is really our. I, I haven't heard a lot from Quandra Diggs. Um, I love that guy. I thought he was a top ten safety. I haven't heard his name at all this year. Um, but Tariq Wallen, he's, he's he's a rookie. 
He's got three interceptions this year. He's playing great. He's our only guy that's good on our defense. You know, Jamal Adams was a huge hit, um, big sack guy. He's finally, he's finally being good in coverage now, and then we lose him. He's, he's injury prone, uh, which sucks. But, you know, our offense is, is doing wonders. I mean, Geno Smith is playing like an MVP candidate right now, which is mind-blowing. I mean, up, we upgraded that quarterback and somehow has got two first-round picks for him. It's awesome. Um, so yeah, Seahawks winning by winning by a touchdown here. Gonna... Uh, real quick before we get into a very important game, I think we should all boo Casey right now for this offer I just received for fantasy. It was T. Higgins and Kenneth Walker for Devontae Adams. So everybody get booing right now. Boo! This guy sucks balls. See, just send it to the chat. Like yeah. exactly, boo him, boo, boo. What? <laughs> Uh, moving on to a very important game, Bills and Chiefs. This is going to be a straight-up shootout. I'm not going to talk a lot about it because I think it, it's going to be a very – like it was last year, what, the wild card. Or, it was a playoff game. Or was it was it the champion? No. This is the divisional. Divisional. Yeah. I think the Bills take this one 38-35. I just don't see any chance that the Chiefs win this game, to be honest. I mean – they struggled in the first half against the Raiders last week, and if you do that to the Bills, oh, uh, I mean, oh, that's not going to fly. So I think the Bills take this one, 38-35. This is going to be uh, NFL Week 6's marquee matchup. I'm very surprised that they didn't put this on primetime. I'm almost happy they didn't. You know, sometimes it's good to have a day game shootout. It's going to be fun. I think this is no secret that it's going to be a very close game. They're at Arrowhead. Give me the Chiefs here, 35-30. I think Mahomes is the better quarterback. Uh, you know, Josh Allen is invincible. Or not invincible. Sorry, not invincible. He's going to be able to, you know, be stopped. He's not, you know, he's going to be able to – he's not going to be able to score every time down the field, especially with that Chiefs defense. They've, you know, much improved. And it just feels like Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, they have – they're like much like me and Madden 23. They just have a play for everything. You know, if you you are lucky to get like one stop against these guys, and it feels like they're especially the most lethal on like third or fourth down. Like you are like me watching, I am scared if I'm going against the Chiefs, like in fantasy or something. I am terrified when the Chiefs have like a third and short because I just know they're going to get it. Uh, so give me the Chiefs here, thirty-five to thirty. Chiefs pick up a statement win. And I think honestly, this season a lot of people were thinking that the AFC West is going to be a little, you know, it's going to be close, but it's going to be high scoring. In terms of record, I agree. Uh, I disagree, actually. I think that the Chiefs just run away, honestly, with how poor that the rest of these teams are playing. Chargers aren't that good. They picked up a squeaker win uh, with Kate York missing that field goal. Broncos have been playing awful, and the Raiders are 1-4, and four, so they're behind as well. So the Chiefs are going to run away with this thing in the AFC West, and they're going to pick up a statement win against the Buffalo Bills. Um. Uh, last week I said this. I said this about the shit fest of the week. Um, this game just screams game of the week. I mean, you got two top three teams. I'm gonna throw the Eagles in there too. Um, the Bills and the Chiefs. Um, Patrick Mahomes this year has been fine wine, like Joe Solano on the pitching mound. Uh, he's been great this year. Said he's gonna be better without Tyreek Hill, and he is. Uh, Travis Kelsey four touchdowns. Um, yesterday which is crazy he only had like 20 or 20 yards but four touchdowns um but enough talking about the Chiefs I have the Bills win this game 27 to 24 like I said in a previous podcast I'm not going to pick against the Bills this year it's basically impossible 
Um, unless they sit their week 17 starters, it's impossible to pick against them. They're too good. Give me the Bills over the Chiefs in a great game. Uh, any of you baseball fans, Yankees take game one against the Guardians. Our boy Rizzo hit a home run tonight. Very good game. Moving on to the Sunday night football game. Cowboys and Eagles. I'm going to do it for the fifth freaking week in a row. Cooper Rush is going down this week. Eagles take this one 35-33 in another shootout type game. Um, last year when these two teams played, it was like a ridiculous uh, <laughs> ridiculous score of like, wasn't it like 50? It was something crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up while I keep all right, uh, but uh, I, this is my game of the week. Uh, Sunday Night Football, undefeated Eagles versus the 4-1 Cowboys. Big divisional matchup. Cowboys pull off a win here, and they're tied for first with Cooper freaking Rush at quarterback. Uh, but I just don't see that happening. I'm going to take the Eagles here. All right, Sunday Night Football, it's going to be my upset of the week. Cowboys at Eagles. Eagles, you know, I love Jalen Hurts. I'm a big fan of his, but again, you know, I don't think he's that at you know at that elite of a level where he's putting together uh, you know a perfect season he's not they're obviously not going 17 0 but in terms of his performance there's going to be a game or two where he struggles this is going to be one of them uh i think the cowboys win 27 to 21 cooper rush picks up his fifth win on the season both teams are going to be five and one um you know actually zeke has been catching a lot of hate uh, on the twitter i've been seeing he's done his job very well pollard is the receiving back Zeke is getting the ball, you know, what, 12, 15 times a game. He's getting 75, 80 rushing yards, which, you know, nothing to see that. If he's not getting the end, you know, for a fantasy standpoint, definitely not playing, you know, up to par. But for, like, real-life standards, he's, you know, getting the job done. The Cowboys are utilizing that run game. They're doing some great, great things. That's really how they closed out that game against the Rams on Sunday was utilizing that run game. Pollard had a, a big run, and then Zeke was kind of the ground-and-pound guy. Uh, Michael Gallup is back. That's a huge addition. You know, with his talented a defense, Philly, they honestly have one of the most stacked defensive rosters in the league. You're going to need all the weapons you can get. I think CD kind of gets shut down this week. Michael Gallup is going to be my player of the game. Uh, give me Cooper Rush and the boys over the Eagles here. Unreal. <clears throat> all right. I have Eagles winning this game 31-17. And before I get into the game, um, this is my – this is my take here. Um, screen record this. Save this. It's going to happen. Steelers, three years ago, two years ago, I don't remember. Started off like 12-0 and 0 or something. Lost like three in a row, finished 12-4, and 4, or 13-3 and 3 or something like that. I don't know. Lost in the, lost in the first round of the Browns. 12-4. 12-4. That's what yeah. After starting 11-0. and 0, And then 11 are you, you going to bring up Arizona from last year? No, I'm not. Um, oh, well, Arizona did have, the same damn thing. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Um, the Eagles are going to start their season 10-0. 10-0. Then they're going to go on a big losing streak. They don't even play that good of teams. They play the Colts. And then I think like the Bills or something. And they play like some crap team. They're going to lose all three of those games. They're going to finish their season 12-5. Um, 12-5. Get the number two seed in the NFC and get first rounded. That's my prediction. That's all I'm going to say. But the Eagles are going to win this game. They're starting off 10-0. Hmm. Hmm. All right, moving on to Monday Night Football. Chargers, Broncos. I personally think I brought this up to one of my other friends last week. I personally think this division is rigged. Um, if all right, so I, hold on. 
I think this division would have been rigged if the Raiders would have won last night. So if the Raiders would have won last night, move would have moved the Chiefs to three and two. Chargers would have been three and two. Broncos and Raiders both would have been two and three. So that's why going into this game, I I made my predictions last night. So I did have the Broncos originally because if the Raiders did end up winning that game, then Raiders heading into a bye week two and three. Broncos would move three and three. Chargers would move to three and three. And then the Bills beating the Chiefs would be three 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 three. And then the Raiders being on bye week at two and three. But however, numbers. Yeah. However, the uh, Chiefs took care of business, moved to four and one. That means I can finally take this over the Broncos' shitty ass offense. Sorry, pardon my language, but they are so bad at football on that offensive side. Uh, Defense, though, has been great, keeping them in games that they shouldn't be in. But I'm going to take the Chargers of the Broncos here, 24-17. Chargers are just getting back into that groove. And what Z-Pop said on the last podcast, Chargers going to win, like, six games in a row here and move to, like, eight and two. Yep. So, uh, I fully believe that. I haven't checked out what games they have in the future here, but I- I'm going to go along with it. All right. I'm saving the shit fest of the week for Monday Night Football. Ooh. Now, these last two games, I've been very confident in Denver. Oh, they're going to pick it up. And then their two games have been the worst they've played all season. 11 to 10 on Sunday night football, then 12 to 9 on Thursday night football. This is their third straight primetime game in a row against the Chargers. I've given up on the fact that they're going to put up some points. So I'm taking the Broncos here. I know, surprise. But I'm taking them 17 to 9. I'm not giving up on Denver in terms of the win column, but I'm giving up on them in terms of scoring. I still don't like the Chargers, especially without Keenan Allen. And Denver is at a sneaky good defense. You know, people are shitting on Wilson. But, you know, they've allowed 12 points, not a single touchdown to Indy. Um, and then, you know, again, San Francisco to 10. So, shout out to the defense for, you know, keeping them in this game just by a thread with how um, poor the offense has been playing. I think it's going to be a one-possession game, but give me Denver here, 17-9. to nine. Player of the game is going to be – I'm not even going to pick an offensive player. Give me uh, – give me Pat Sertan. Ooh. Um – yeah, Joe said, everyone should notice, I got the Chargers win this game 34-14. to I love Russell Wilson. I love the Broncos. I said they're going to win the division this year. Completely wrong about that. I was, I was wrong about a lot of things this year. Um, but, yeah, this game, I, I like, I, I, I want to pick them. Like, I, I, I love the Broncos. They have a very talented roster. You know, they did lose Javante, which sucks. But, you know, they have a good roster, but they just, they just can't do it. They need one more offseason or something. They just need – they just they just need more time. You know, you brought in so many new players, um, so, so many new coaches. I think someone touched on that before. Um, so, yeah, give me the Chargers winning here, 34-14. to 14. Justin Herbert's going to ball out to uh, Mike Will. I don't think he's going to slow it on because Keenan Allen's back. I don't. I think they're both going to have a great game. And um, that's how we're going to end the podcast with the Chargers kicking the Broncos' ass. So, uh, there you have it. Week six. Uh Titans and Raiders on bye weeks, and uh, that's how we're gonna end week six. Hey, and, the Lions. Lions. and Lions, no, oh, and the Lions, yeah, and somebody else, and somebody else, but yeah, Apple Fart Wiener Boob, stay off the drugs, kids. <laughs>